0: You're listening to The Kelly Cotrera Show. And I know a lot of people like me um, belong to a group in high school based on their musical choices. It informed your social groups. Um, it's interesting because I always assume that I'm just picking my music based on what I hear and, and what I dig. But a new study out of the University of Toronto is uh, looking at the way we um, attach to music based on our actual attachment style from our very, very young formative years. Here to talk about it, Dr. Rabin Alahi joins the Kelly Cotrera Show. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate it.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: I fancy myself a music lover. I, th- I always thought that I had free choice in in which songs that I uh, became attached to. But you and other researchers uh, at the University of Toronto analyzed over 7000 songs and discovered there's an association between individual song preferences and our attachment styles. What is attachment style theory and and how many styles of attachment are there?
1: Uh, yeah, that's exactly what we found. And attachment style describes people's typical behaviors, thoughts, and feelings in relationships. So there are four categories if you just want to think about it in a more simple manner. Uh, and I can go into those four categories if you'd like. Yeah. So the first one you could think would be avoidant. These are people who uh, they don't entirely trust their partners. They don't trust relationships. They think they'll end negatively. So they'd rather maintain independence, and they shut down intimacy, they shut down their emotions to kind of distance themselves from other people. Uh, then you can also have anxiously attached people. These are people who are more worried that their partner is gonna leave them, and so they need a lot of reassurance and validation, and their emotions can go into overdrive. Uh, so in more simple language, you might describe these people as clingy. Uh, another attachment style would be mixed. So mixed between anxious uh, and avoidant. So these people have confused or disorganized views towards their relationships. They want to get close, but once they get close, they get really worried, and they might kind of push the partner away. And then finally, you have secure. So secure are low on avoidance and low on anxiety. In other words, they're high on trust, open communicators. They have positive expectations about their relationships, and generally, uh, they turn to their partners in times of need.
0: It's interesting because I think a lot of people are listening and thinking, okay, which one am I? Oh, yeah, I'm secure. Uh, can we <laughs> discuss these attachment styles and how they relate to musical genres? Did that come up in your research? Or was it just mainly songs? Are we talking about the type of song like uh, a ballad or, uh, you know, a speed metal song? W- w- like, does the tempo come into play?
1: We didn't look at the features of songs in terms of the sound because there's actually been a ton of research in music psychology on how the sound of music can affect whether people like a song. Uh, We wanted to do something a little different that we hadn't seen anyone really do, which was looking at the lyrics. So that's why we analyzed all of the lyrics of those 7,000 songs, uh, categorized them similar to what I just described in terms of attachment style. And we just looked at whether people's own attachment style can predict the attachment style of their favorite love songs.
0: Okay, now I'm asking you to distill your research into a very short uh, time period, uh, but walk us through your research and what you learned.
1: If you want to just, in one sentence, we found that people who are avoidantly attached, kind of like I just described, people who are avoidantly attached, their favorite love songs tend to have more avoidant lyrics. That would be study one. Uh, Study two was that over time, from 1945 to 2015, The top billboard songs, so the Western culture's most popular songs from 1945 to 2015, have become more and more avoidant and less and less secure over time.
0: Wow, that's interesting. And so back in the day, when were they secure or were they ever?
1: If you go back to the 50s and 60s, you do find quite a lot of secure music. Um, more and more recently, modern music, it's increasingly difficult to find secure, purely secure songs, I would say. Much easier to find uh, avoidant or avoidant anxious music.
0: Okay, give us an example of a song uh, with a secure lyric in it.
1: I would say uh, Sonny and Shares, I Got You, Babe. It's very secure, it's all about supporting the partner, always loving each other. Uh, Ed Sheeran's Thinking Out Loud, also similar in terms of I'm always going to be there for you kind of theme. Uh, those two are Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You, uh, originally written by Dolly Parton. That's also a really secure song.
0: I love how you credited Dolly Parton with the uh, <laughs> the actual uh, song. Um, can you uh, walk us through an, an avoidant?
1: Avoidant song, uh, Beyonce's Irreplaceable would be avoidant. Uh, the weekend, I always been pointing out his early work was very avoidant. Uh, even as newer song, I think Heartless, uh, it's kind of right there in the title. That's a very avoidant song. Um, Eminem can have sometimes avoidant songs as well, but Eminem tends to be more anxious avoidant. So a mixed kind of approach.
0: That's interesting. So what did, what did you, uh, what were you shocked by if anything, when you went into the attachment style and how it informs our musical choices?
1: I would say if I had to predict, I would have thought the clearest findings would be for anxiously attached people because they tend to be a lot more emotional, whereas avoidantly attached people tend to shut down their emotions. Um, But we actually didn't find a consistent link between anxious attachment and what kind of music an anxious attachment person would like when it comes to its lyrics, Uh, whereas avoidance, that's where we got the clear link across two studies, across nearly 600 people, which is about 7,000 songs submitted. We found a very clear, repeated relationship between people who are avoidant and liking love songs that have avoidant lyrics.
0: And it's interesting because you there's two schools of thought when it comes to people that like music. You'll you you probably know them yourself. It's some people are are just into the music and they don't listen to the lyrics at all, and some Mm -hmm. people are really uh, focused, hyper focused on the lyrics. And if the song has uh, lyrics that are too pedantic or that they can't relate to they don't like it they write the song off so what does your if anything your s- research say about um that is it possible that we're we're actually wrong and we are listening to the lyrics and we're attached to some songs that we had no idea subconsciously that those lyrics are because of our attachment style that we're you know liking those tunes
1: so this is a common kind of uh, reaction I get to this research, and I totally understand. I mean, there are people who genuinely don't care for the lyrics. I think what we need to do is understand what this research is speaking to, and that's people's favorite love songs. So it's not necessarily just a song you listen to on a drive to work or a song that's on, the, uh, on during a party and you happen to like it. It's more which songs are you turning to uh, over and over again that really speak deeply to you. And I think that's where you have to focus on why is it speaking so deeply to me? Why do I keep turning to it? And then I think there you might find that it has a deeper connection to you than, oh, I just like the tempo or, oh, I just like the high note that she hits, you know, at 2.32 in a song or something like that. Uh, but yeah, definitely people, I think, they'll like songs just for the sound too. Another quick way I could say to think about it is many of us might think we don't care for lyrics, but let's say you're at a hockey game and the national anthem comes on and it's Canada versus the U.S., in that moment, the Canadian national anthem will be very moving to you, uh, I think, for a lot of people, even if they're not particularly patriotic. So I think it's about thinking about lyrics at the right time for the right person.
0: I, I love these studies. I, I'm, I'm very much a science nerd, but I wonder, uh, do you learn anything about yourself when you conduct a study like this? Were you shocked about, you know, your your style of um, attachment?
1: No, I don't think I was shocked. I mean, I had the idea. I came up with the idea. So uh, obviously there were some personal kind of experiences that also inspired me to do this, but also just looking around people. So no, not much surprise. I think what it did teach me or kind of make me think twice about is which songs I listen to at which times in my life or depending on my mood. Because my concern with these findings would be if people fall into like emotional traps where they just keep going through a cycle of emotions that might not be the most productive emotions for them. And the songs can really promote that.
0: Can you break your attachment style?
1: Can you what? Say it again?
0: Break your attachment style, change it?
1: Yeah, there is some research showing that uh, with new relationships uh, that are significant for you, you, your attachment style can change and you can become more secure. That would probably be the direction most people want to go. It is influenced a lot by how you're treated uh, in your younger years. But as you get older, if you find a partner who really supports you, who understands what you're going through, uh, then uh, you can you can slowly start to change as well.
0: Well, that explains uh, all of those uh, secondhand uh, albums in stores. People are like, <laughs> OK, you know what? I'm done with this stuff. I've moved on. I've got a different yeah. attachment style. Out goes the vinyl uh, to the secondhand store. Thank you so much, doctor. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Really interesting research.
1: Oh, thanks so much. It was, it was really fun.
0: Cheers. Dr. Ravan Alahi is uh, the lead author on this study. I think it's really cool. There's a connection between your attachment style, your romantic attachment style, and the songs that you gravitate to.